He surfs, he rides motorcycles, he's a cast member of Long Ride Home, and he is a Catholic evangelist. His name is Jay Flunker. Aloha. From the sandy beaches of Hawaii comes a wave of God's love and the challenge to go deeper. Paddle out with us and experience the thrills of the radical plan God has for your life. It's Deep Adventure Radio with your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. Aloha and welcome to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. Today I have as my guest, uh, really I have him on the show just because I really like to talk to him and it's one way for me to get get him to stand still and talk for an hour. Um, He is the Iron Man, as he likes to be called. He actually, I want to just say this to you guys, he actually had the courage to get a tattoo that says, I am the Iron Man on his bicep. And it's a huge bicep, uh, according to him anyway. And of course, it wasn't a real tattoo. It was a henna tattoo. But he is the man, one of the manliest guys you'll ever meet, according to him. Uh, but Jay Flunker actually is my good friend. He's a cast member of Long Ride Home. And he is um, overflowing with evangelistic fervor. We had a scene in Long Ride Home. The very last thing we shot in season two is uh, where we were uh, down by the river after Mass, and I had each man stand up in front of the uh, cameras and say, my name is such and such, and I am a Catholic evangelist. If you're a Catholic, you're an evangelist. You know, we, we are all called uh, to that apostolic anointing to share the good news, and we share the good news if we spend time um, in prayer with the Lord. If you're not spending time meditating on His Word and in prayer, you got no game. Might as well forget about it. You look at Jay Flunker's Bible, he's had it re, um, rebound twice. He loves his Bible. He reads it and takes it everywhere he goes. He's created his own gospel track. Uh, he just, just really loves the Lord, and he spends hour, uh, at least an hour or more in prayer and going to Mass every day. He's just a beautiful brother. I love him, and he ironmanned it for us on Long Ride Home. He had a difficulty with his motorcycle. He had to return... While we were all heading to Big Bend, he had to go back 50 miles to get it repaired. So while we rode 450 miles, he rode 550 miles. So we just really love him. By the way, I've got some great news for everybody. Uh, One of the things we've done, you know, season one is airing now on EWTN globally. There's 5 to 10 million people watch each episode. It's available at our website, deepadventure.com. You can actually go there and order the 10 DVD set so you can share it with your friends and and family, but we just got great news. The Armed Forces Television Network is picking up our reality TV show, and it's just so cool because the Holy Spirit put on my heart uh, when we went out to uh, shoot season two to especially focus on uh, the military and our first responders, and the Holy Spirit brought those witnesses to us. We didn't have to go look for them. There was just those Holy Spirit action plan where where they would just kind of show up, and we had a chance to to uh, sh- uh, hear their testimonies of God's love and God's power. So we're really excited about um, Long Ride Home, and we really hope that you guys are doing your best to promote it. We need this, uh, we need this uh, show to go viral. And we also want you guys to know, if you go to our website, deepadventure.com, uh, we have the coolest stuff. Father Mark Goring said, you know what? We need to make sure people have motorcycle patches and pins and T-shirts, so they can uh, so they can be part of our tribe. So we did that. We went out. And we got uh, I got I guess they call it racerback tank tops for the women, really pretty ones. And then we got like distressed ta- T-shirts for the women, and we got T-shirts uh, for the men. Actually, they're, they're, the women love them too. 
And then we have a motorcycle patches, motorcycle pins, and I'm drinking out of a long ride home coffee cup right now. And so it's just a great way. Um, and the other thing is, is that I have my, um, my books, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul, and Deep Adventure, The Way of Heroic Virtue uh, there too. And also, I want to let you guys know, you can go to YouTube and you can, we're going to keep episode one up on YouTube permanently. If you go to the EWTN channel, uh, you go well. You just go to YouTube and search EWTN space Long Ride Home, and find episode one. That's going to stay up permanently, and that's a great episode to share with your friends. This is the TV show that when you are, um, you're the one who loves EWTN and loves the great teaching. Father Robert Spitzer, Father Mitch Packwell, all the great shows uh, that are on Jeanette Benkovic, and all of these wonderful people. But you know that most people, when they're scanning the dials, they're crossing right over EWTN because there's nothing to grab their attention. Well, Jesus and bikers, there's nothing wrong with that. You can't get better than that. And when you see guy, see us rolling thunder across the desert over the bridges or along the ocean or having mass up in the mountains, uh, people stop and go, what is this? And then we have their attention and we can share with them the gospel. This is the show that the aunties and the wives and the, and, the, and, the, and the grandmothers and grandfathers and parents have said, I need something that I can you know, give to my kids or to, to, my, to my spouse who's, who's, uh, who's not interested in the Catholic faith. This is the thing that you can share with them. You can share with them the YouTube episode one and get them hooked, and then you can go to our website and get the whole 10-episode series. This is, the, this is the show that everyone's, I think, been waiting for, uh, something that gets, gives traction and gives attention to people who wouldn't normally stop and watch our wonderful EW10. And I have a funny feeling when we rolled thunder out of Houston, Texas, we had a highway patrolman who attended one of my retreats leading the way. We had six of us rolling thunder plus the, the, the state trooper. And, uh, and uh, I just had this feeling that Mother Angelica was doing that thing where she rocks back in her chair and giggles and laughs and claps. I know that Mother Angelica has been praying for us because there's just been too many miracles, too many what we call Holy Spirit action plan moments. Uh, we had when we went out to shoot season two, uh, one of the film part of the film crew that joined us said this could never be done in Hollywood because Hollywood doesn't have the Holy Spirit writing the script. I mean, one of the things I wanted to do was was have a policeman as part of our show, and they just they would just we just had many opportunities to bump into them. Of course, on one occasion we got pulled over because one of our cameramen was hanging out the window too far of the pursuit vehicle and then he became part of our show and he's a he's a music minister paul hampton uh so we're just fired up about uh, having jay flunker on the show this is bear wasnick we'll be right back with more deep adventure radio international deep adventure radio
Now, back to Paradise and Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak. I'm your adventure guide on Deep Adventure Radio, and I have as my guest today uh, a real tough hombre from uh, Houston, Texas area. He is kind of the rock star of the Long Ride Home television series. It seems like everybody wants to meet Jay when we're out rolling thunder on our motorcycles. All of us are gassing up and running in and out of the bathroom, and Jay's just sitting there just kind of holding court. Uh, especially uh, uh, when we were shooting our hero shot up uh, uh, when we were riding the tail of the dragon. seems like everyone, everybody wanted Jay's autograph, so I don't know if it's gone to his head or not, but Jay is one of the men that I, I just always love to see him. Every time I see him, I'm just, I, I get happy to see him because he always has the joy of the Lord, and he always has the, uh, the desire to evangelize. So we're going to welcome to our show Jay Flunker. Aloha, Jay. Good morning. Surfer, biker. Now you're a movie star. It's, I don't know what, what it's going to go to your head, I think. Uh, I'm a little past that. Well, no, I say that, but probably not. I'm you're growing all, every day. Yeah, you're so humble already. That's what you're trying to tell us. So, <laughs> so hey, you know, the Long Ride Home television series is premiering. It's playing all summer long on EWTN, 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, do you remember uh, uh, the experience of, of the, the first season when we shot it going into the Big Bend? Jay had a bit of a detour right off the bat when we were uh, we were leaving San Antonio, right? And we were just uh, west of Hondo, Texas, on the way to the Big Bend. And you had a motorcycle breakdown. Can you tell us about that and what ensued? Uh, you're, you're going back to the Harley dealership, what happened there, and then what it took to get all the way to the Big Bend. Well, the bike was giving me problems almost since we left Houston. It was, it was doing something funny, and I wasn't comfortable on it. And- I knew it might come to something, but, you know, the only option was I would have to get out of the group, you know, and that, that was terrifying for me. So I, I was, when when we finally were driving and realized it was getting too bad for me to continue, um, actually, we, there's video footage of all that, and I, I've seen it. I look, I'm terrified because, like, I, I knew that I was going to have to leave you guys. You know, there was, there was no way y'all could carry me, so I was going to have to go back and get that fixed. But then again, you know, you told me the journey, uh, you know, starts at the, I forget exactly how you said the it. Adventure, um, the adventure starts at the detour. The adventure starts at the detour. And that's always true. I mean, the more, they're just, every day, it just seems like in the past year, since, that, since then, maybe the past six months, eight months, I'm noticing more and more just to trust in God because every single thing that happens there's always some fruit and it's not too far down the line. If you look hard enough anyway, yeah, I had to go back to get that motorcycle fixed. And, um, I was in the Harley dealership and I was handing out gospel tracks and, you know, some guy, I gave him one and Psalm 23 is on the back. And I just told him what I normally do. I started reading the Bible every day, 10 years ago and my whole life changed. That's how I evangelize. And I, I just, whatever the response is from there is how I proceed. You know, because sometimes that might be it. Sometimes they might throw it back at me. <laughs> that don't happen often. But anyway, and, but this guy just opened up to me. He's like, oh, my God, me and my wife last night were talking about, uh, you know, going back to church. And so, you know, that's that was the fruit of me having to go all the way back there. You really confirmed for him. And the thing is, is you were, you, you, it was still, the sun hadn't even come up. We'd ridden for an hour or 45 minutes or so. The sun was still not even up. And, I, and thankfully, Timothy McCormick followed you back in his pursuit truck. 
and you got back there, and this detour was was you know when you think about it in the course of human of of, of human affairs, what's happening that moment when the, the husband and wife had said we need to go back to church, and then God just right there sent you all the way back to confirm that. Very very powerful, you know. Uh, it, yeah. but the detour was worth it. The whole the fact the whole trip and the shooting the whole show and all the effort and money that was spent doing that um, was worth it just for that one moment that you had. But I remember also I told yeah. you the adventure begins at the detour, and for some reason, Jay, you've been chosen. And I know why, because you're always ready uh, to, uh, to share the gospel. Hey, remember when we were sh shooting, uh, for, to take a little detour here for a moment, did you like that last thing that we shot when we shot season two a couple weeks ago? When every man, I think the last thing we did was every man stood in front of the camera, and what did we have them say? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. My name is Jay Flunker. I'm a child of God, and I'm a Catholic evangelist. I believe that's what I said. Yeah, that's exactly what you yes, said. Yes, that, that, that was awesome, because that's... Uh, I'm giving a talk here at the Charismatic Center tomorrow to the men's group, and part of it is is that, you know, the truth sets us free, and like when we... Because that's the truth. That's who we are. And when we speak those words out of our mouth, there's a creative force that comes behind that. It was beautiful doing it myself, but seeing the other men doing it, you know. Yeah, it was beautiful. They said, every one of them said, I'm a, I am a, my name is such and such, and I'm a Catholic evangelist. I think I came up and I said, my name is Aniga Montoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. Uh, but, but no, you, I like what you just said, because in my Catholic catechism, you know, that I teach every morning at uh, 7 a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live, I was talking today about how when Jesus said to his, the catechism was talking about how God calls us to perfection. And, I, and you said it's a creative word. I remember in the Old Testament in Genesis when God spoke, of course, it was the word of God, Jesus, that was spoken. And it said, let there be light. And then in the New Testament, Jesus said, be perfect, even as your father in heaven is perfect. But it wasn't like he was saying, I'm commanding you and you better hurry up and try hard and please me. It was a creative word, like a let there be light statement. Be perfect. You know, it was like he's, he is in, he's um, empowering us to surrender to God's will and God's love and to grow in perfection. So like what you said, when you said the words, I'm a child of God, that's a creative thing. That's something that, that uh, establishes a truth in your heart, right? And then when you say you're a, an evangelist, that too. Why do you think that... Um, what, do you, do you, here's the thing. Every single man there made the statement, I'm, a, I'm an evangelist. Some, but when we look around at everyone there, the, people, the person we think of as the evangelist is Jay Flunker. But in fact, we all are, aren't we? No matter what we're doing or where, what our walk in life is, is what, or what our personalities are, we're all called to be evangelists, right? Well, we, you know, God has given us all gifts, different gifts. And like, you know, I'm on the evangelization team at the Charismatic Center. And, you know, sometimes I give the community talk at the end about us having different gifts. And, and I tell them, you know, if, if you put me in the kitchen to serve all the food, you may not even know that I'm a Christian. And that's kind of a joke. But <laughs> hey, like, that's like me too, though, actually, yeah. <laughs> service is something that I really have to work at. Now, over the years, I've grown into it, loving it. But, but generally speaking, yeah, like, you know, but with a group of men that we had there, you know, the bottom line is, is, yes, I love to evangelize. Yes, I'm more bold than most people. But at the same time, I could walk up to somebody and they might, you know, turn around and run for me. Whereas my roommate, John Preaching, he's got a different walk in life and a different life experience. You know, he works at a different place. I'm sure he's a professional. And, 
you know, there's just things that he has that I don't. And we're all, you know, we're all kind of intertwined. You know, the Bible says, you know, a hand can't be a foot and a foot can't be an eye, you know, that what well, the body comes together. And so, yeah, we all have our own different, you know, functions. We have our own gifts, but, you know, Therese of Lesseux said that if they're all the different members of the body, but the most essential one is the heart, she said, uh, because without a heart of love and a heart that's on fire, <clears throat> you know, everything else doesn't work. And so the thing is, is uh, having a heart for the Lord, no matter what your place is in the body, your gifts or whatever, each one of us is called to evangelize. Some in a more open way, uh, but every one of us, believe me, if, when people know you're a Christian, they're watching your life. They're reading you just like they're reading the gospel, your living epistle. And uh, we are all evangelists. Uh, some have a... a, a a unique calling in that way, but every single person who's a Christian is a lifeguard, you know, a lifesaver. I know, like, it's at, it's at night here, Jay, uh, in Hawaii and also in Cocoa Beach, where I, I live uh, most of the time now, too. It's at night when the lifeguards go home that I do most of my ocean rescues, you know. It's, it's when, the, when, the, when the, it's in the twilight, when people are in the shadows, uh, when the dark is coming, and so be aware uh, that we're all lifeguards. And when you see a certain shadow over someone's life, that's your chance to, to, to paddle out and, uh, and uh, throw them a, a, a safety line. How do, you, how do you open up when you're sharing the gospel with someone? How, how do you, what, what are your first few, what, what, what happens? You're, you're walking up to someone even in a convenience store and, uh, and, and tell me just, okay, for example, when we were on the long ride home, I think we had, to, we had a medical emergency from uh, in between Houston and San Antonio, and I know you were evangelizing there. Tell me, what do you remember what happened there? Well, fortunately, like years ago, I, I somebody encouraged me, and that's another thing about the body of Christ. You know, everything that I do today, somebody taught me how to do. You know, um, every goodness that I have inside of me that God has given me, somebody kind of taught me to do that. And so uh, there was a, a girl in our church. Cecilia went and she went on vacation and she told me her family was ready to hang her because she was passing out like divine mercies on the beach while they were on vacation. And so that encouraged me. And so I bought gospel tracks and it took time for me to, you know, I started passing them out gospel tracks that I'd bought at the store. Um, anyway, Mardell, they'd buy them, but I didn't quite like the way they were worded. And so for years I wanted to make I said, I'm going to make my own gospel track. Well, Father Mark Oring, he, uh, you know, he encouraged me. We were in, we in India, and we, I ran out of the ones we were handing out. We were handwriting gospel tracks, and he's like, when you get home, you got two months. I'm going to give you two months to make yours. And he pushed me. So eventually I made my own gospel track with the help of some people at our church. And so generally when I pass them out, uh, no matter where I'm at, I, I would just say, it's Psalm 23 is on the very back of this gospel track. And I will say, you know, 10 years ago, I started reading the Bible every day, and my entire life changed. How, how much is and it? The, and yeah, that, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. Go it, ahead. No problem. Go ahead, Jay. Yeah. Anyway, it, and then it just goes from there. It just, you know, um, at, the, at the gas station, uh, especially when we go out in these groups, there's an anointing that comes with that. Because I don't do, like, I'll pass them out, like, throughout the day, every day, just about. But sometimes, you know, like, when, when we're on a mission, there's just a, a Holy Spirit is more there. There's just more of a, 
it's like that's exactly what I'm doing 100%. And so I don't remember exactly how I was walking up, and I just, yeah, I just started talking to a woman. I think I just did, did just what I said, and she was like, oh, my Lord, I, I I gave my life to Christ yesterday or something or something like that. She just, like, I just or went to church that day or something. And so, like, and I just started giving her my testimony. And, uh, you know, because she won one day, she's a one-day convert and just poured into her. And, and then I prayed with her, you know, asked her if I could pray. And, I think that's an, and I think she was, go ahead. I think that's an essential thing when I'm sharing the gospel with someone. The sooner I can pray with them, the better it seems like. I'm not going to force it, but let me pray for you. Can I pray for you or for anything? All of a sudden, the Holy Spirit just shows up in you know in force you know it seems like the moment they allow you to pray there's that openness to god's love and god's heart right there and so i i always seem to find that moment just like you did you begin to open up you find out what their need is where they're coming from not because you're trying to find some way to persuade them but because you love them uh you want to know about them and you find that rocky balboa sort of adversity that's in their life that overcoming thing that they're doing in their life or whatever. But the sooner you can pray for them, the sooner the Holy Spirit can, uh, can work on them. I got a question for you, Jay. Why don't uh-huh. we uh, get uh, your, one of your tracks, get pictures of it, put it on our website, and people can we can arrange for people to buy it in bundles, you know, where maybe they can use um, your gospel track? Because it's such a beautiful track. It's a Catholic approach to the gospel. Maybe you and I can talk about that offline, and we can find a way to make your track available to a million people. Okay, yeah, hey, that works for me. <laughs> I know it does. Hey, so rock star, movie star, uh, Jay Flunker is with us. He's an Iron Man. Have you ever run an Iron uh, uh, Triathlon, Jay? Uh, um, yes, I've done. I've been doing triathlon for three years now, and uh, I just completed my first full Iron Man on April twenty second. And it's so oh, interesting because I think everyone, every day, every hour was reminded of that by Jay Flunker. <laughs> and you even had a, a henna tattoo put on your arm, right? Those huge biceps of yours, right? It said, didn't it say Iron Man or what did it say on it? When we were in Virginia Beach. It said Iron Man and it had the, the distances, <laughs> the 2.4 mile swim and 112 bike in the marathon. But the guy, Albert Mendoza, who kind of mentors, coaches me here at the Charismatic Center, when I, I sent him a picture and he's like, no, sir, you didn't get a tattoo. And I said it was Hannah. And he's like, okay, when you get back, we're going to check your man card. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, that's awesome. Hey, hey, Jay, is he the one who carries the cross when he runs? Or is that someone else? I'm thinking he's of? the one that, yes, he's the one that carries it. And he, he was a former triathlete and he kind of sort of gave it up. So he sensed the Lord telling him, I want you to carry my cross. And he did that every day for one year. He carried that cross around and and, uh, and shared the gospel. And that's no picnic. I, I carried that cross down in Galveston. And it actually, after about a minute or two, your back starts to feel hurt. Your shoulder hurts. I mean, it's no picnic carrying that. And that's a super light cross with a, with a little wheel on the back. And you think about what our Savior did. We're, we're talking with Jay Flunker. I, I, just, I just love this guy so much. And... Um, you know, he's so faithful to the Lord. He loves the Lord so much. But he's an Iron Man uh, for the Lord. When when his motorcycle broke down on season one of Long Ride Home, I think you'll see it in episode three or four, he had to return uh, from Hondo, Texas, back to San Antonio, get it repaired. There at the at the Harley dealership, he 
he shared the gospel with a, a, a man who had just the night before told, talked to his wife about how they had to return back to the church. And so really confirmed that for him. And then he ironmanned. So on a day that was hot and miserable and the rest of us bikers rode, rolled thunder 450 miles, Jay had to roll thunder 550 miles. Uh, he had a pursuit vehicle with him and he rolled into uh, the Big Bend country uh, just about an hour or so after dark. And there's pictures of you laying on the side of the road, uh, spread-eagled, trying to recover a little bit and then getting up and riding again. So uh, we'll be right back with Jay Flunker. He's probably the most uh, popular member of our long ride home. Every time we stop, people want autographs from him. But we're trying to keep him humble. Uh, and so when we come back, I'm going to try to find something to, to humiliate him. This is Bear Wozniak. I'm the Adventure Guide on Deep Adventure Radio. Deep Adventure Radio, going deeper into the heart of God. Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Aloha, this is Bear Wozniak from DeepAdventure.com with Deep Virtue number 66. I don't know how many of you out there have uh, got your private pilot license, but one of the first things they do, I mean within the first two or three flights, I don't know if they're using it to separate the men from the boys or, or, or what, but they take you out and they teach you how to do a stall. In other words, you're flying in the plane, it's doing, you're doing just great, you're like... Uh, you know, tense as can be. You're hanging on too hard to the, you know, to the throttle and everything. And then they say, okay, just raise this nose up and put it to full throttle. And let's take this puppy up until it stalls and starts to fall back down. So you're going up and up and up and up. And you start hearing, uh, you start hearing the engine screaming louder. You, you, you feel yourself slowing down. And there's this high kind of whistling sound uh, that is screaming at you saying, this isn't good. This is, a this is an alarm. You're about to go into a stall. And then all of a sudden, the plane stalls, and, and your engine, which of course is the heaviest part of the plane, just drops, and you're in free fall. Your engine is just hurtling towards earth. And then the instructor says, put it you know, to full throttle, go as fast as you can. And what that does is it accelerates you enough uh, so that you'll come out of the stall. The lesson is that an airplane wants to fly, and an airplane is made to fly. Even in a stall, it wants to come out of that stall, and it wants to fly. You're an airplane. God has given you a spirit. God's given you a heart that's meant to soar, that's meant to fly. If you feel yourself in a stall, put your nose down. Get a little bit humble and just focus on the Lord. And just say, Lord, not by might, not by strength, but by your spirit. I give all I am to you. You're meant to fly. Your problems shouldn't be holding you down. Get humble before the Lord. This is Bear Wozniak from DeepAdventure.com. 
Deep Virtue with Bear Wozniak. Find out more at deepadventure.com. Back to Deep Adventure Radio with Bear Wozniak. Suffering in paradise for you. Aloha. Welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. We're talking with one of the cast members of Long Ride Home. And uh, he's one of the people, it seems like the Holy Spirit has handpicked everyone that's on this ride. And uh, there's this, this man, Jay Flunker. He's a member of the Catholic Charismatic Center in Houston, Texas. He loves the Lord. He's like the compadre, the, one of the best friends of Father Mark Goring there. They, they surf together. They ride motorcycles together. And uh, he's very successful in business, has a la- very successful landscaping business. And so everything he does in his life is excellent. But what I love about him is I love looking at his Bible. Uh, do you have your Bible handy, Jay? Yes, I have it in front of me. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> I remember the one time I'm, my heart's kind of broken because of it. When we were at Mass that one night, and we had the motorcycles all in a circle up in the big bend, and the fire was going, and we we're about to start Mass. And he said, hey, Bear, can I go get my Bible? And I was like, we just got everybody, Mike. No, you can't. But if you had just said, I've never attended Mass without my Bible, I would have just said, of course, go get your Bible. But I I've rarely see you without it. Um, how, are all the pages still intact, or have you had to duct tape them together? Or what's the status of your Bible right now? How many? How many? Well, a- yeah. Actually, actually, the thing, funny thing about my Bible is, like, uh, most people put their car in the shop. Well, my Bible has actually been in the shop. Like, uh, I had one, my original Bible, and I loved it so much, and it kept falling apart, and. I was up on the pulpit one day reading out of it, and it like imploded. It like turned to dust, and I never had it again. And eventually, I started reading the New American Bible because I, I speak a lot, and I, I wanted to get start reading a Catholic Bible. The first one that I had wasn't Catholic. It, it totally transformed my life, and it was a New Living Translation. But I did over the years. I, I said I, I, I may want to start reading a Catholic Bible. So the one I have now is the New American Bible. And um, anyway, a couple of years, a year and a half into this Bible, it started falling apart again. So what I did is I put it in the shop. I put it in a, a book restoration place. They put a new cover on it for me. And the beauty of it is I had them add like four pages in the front blank and four pages in the back, thick pages, because I had notes everywhere on all the other, anywhere you could write a note, a note was written. So they had like four pages in the front and four in the back, just blank, thick, white pages so I could put notes and things in there. So, yeah, yeah, you know, my Bible's actually been remade and put in the shop. Hey, I had this real cool Bible I bought probably 40 years ago. Uh, it's a loose-leaf Bible, and I actually had to buy two of them, because, uh, my, but, but you can insert note pages in between any any uh, page that you want in the Bible. But the thing is, is this Bible has become like your, one of, you know, your best friend. You take it wherever you go. But uh, I, I promised everybody the last segment that I'd try to find something to humble Jay Flunker because, because uh, you know, he is the man of steel. He is the Iron Man. He's the one who does the triathlons. He's the one that, on that day when we rode 450 miles and found it so hard to do, going from San Antonio to the Big Bend, he uh, had to go 550 miles, and uh, I just love his determination. Uh, but, Jay, I recall on the second season, uh, just a few weeks ago, getting a text early one morning saying, Hey, Bear, I'm not going to be able to make it today. I'm sleeping in or something like that. Do you remember that? 
How could I forget? How could I forget? <laughs> I remind you of it as often as you remind me that you're an Iron Man, I think. <laughs> the funny thing about it is, like, I was I was feeling horrible. And, but I, I knew it was wrong. I, you know, I knew that I probably wasn't going to pull it off. And, uh, <laughs> I told you, anyway, I told, and, I told you to sleep in as long as you wanted, as long as you were downstairs by 6am. I think that's what I said. <laughs> I think I texted you at like 630 or something and said, I'm sick. I'm not feeling well. I'm not going to make it out today. And you're like, okay, yeah, no problem. No, I have no issue with that whatsoever as long as you're in the lobby in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and, and there's a scripture that says, there's a scripture, I'm not exactly where it is in the Bible, but it says everything done in secret will come to the light. And then uh, I wound up getting to share that with everybody, you know, because, you know, I do try to be transparent, but like, yeah, it was, you know, we talked about it. We did a, some sort of interview there at the picnic table in the park. And, like, yeah, I, I, that wound up getting shared with everybody. And I wasn't super proud of it because, I, I don't know, but it, it worked out perfectly, you know. And, what what and day is that, Jay? iron sharp as iron. And you, yeah. you lifted me up. You pushed me forward. Well, you're the iron man. You're, you're the leader. You're, the, you're leading by example. What day was that? Was that the day we did all the interviews down on the, on the picnic benches? Um, I'm going to have to say that was... Uh, yeah, it was, it, yes. And, yeah. and we, what we wound up doing that day after all the interviews, I believe me and Father Mark swam across the river. Um, I know. And, it, and there's John sharks was, and there's sharks and everything in that river in North Carolina, right? That's dangerous. Sharks and sharks and manta rays and eels and, and, and all kinds of dangers. But you guys swam across kind of a fast-flowing stream, really. But also, yeah, it was a very fast, it was a challenge. It was like, I, I couldn't quite make it all the way across without having to stop, but I gave it everything I had. And then me, you, and Father Mark, we got to do that, you know, six-mile paddleboard down the river. And I don't know, that was just a really, really awesome and uh, great day. It just goes to show you, you know, like, you know, when you're feeling bad, if you can get up and you can take one more step. Because if I woke up at like 10 a.m. in my hotel room and y'all were out doing the thing, I would have felt like the biggest goat, you know, but you encourage me, hey, we need you, get up, go. And then right at the other side of that little, I don't know, I don't say little illness or maybe even a bit of a pity party that I was in, wasn't feeling good, was just a beautiful, awesome, great gift from God. It was that a great, was it, it was the, the it was the, it was the day when we got the most teaching content out of you, actually. You know what, Jay, it's like, uh, you know, in martial arts or in, uh, you know, I know the days when I was training for my black belt, it's pretty grueling. And I remember the days that I would show up when I didn't feel like showing up sometimes were the greatest days. And I know sometimes, like when I'm teaching someplace and I feel like I've just missed it completely, it may have the greatest impact, you know. And there's something about being a Christian. Uh, if you're a Christian, um, especially if you're involved in new evangelization in the Catholic Church, uh, tremendous demands are made on us. And it just seems like I felt eagle's wings carrying me again and again in these last years when I've been working so hard in the evangelization. I'll say, Lord, you promise that the joy of the Lord is my strength, not by might, not by power, but by your spirit, Lord. Carry me, and I'll actually feel uh, the sweep of eagle's wings of God carrying me. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I know you must feel that. You must experience that a lot. Just like when you say yes to the Lord, uh, and, and, and you know you, you're at the it's, it's like when you're at the end of yourself 
when God can truly use you because you know you got nothing to give. It all has to come from the Holy Spirit. You, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, amen to that. You know, like I said, service wasn't always one. I had to work at service and giving of myself. And when I first started going to the Charismatic Center, I'd go to the retreats and I would just criticize everything about the retreat. You know, they're too long, they're this, they're that, the food's not good. And, you know, now I'm on that evangelization team. And so some of the greatest days of my life are like at the very, I'm, you know, on the team that puts the retreat on now. We go down a day early and pray and get everything ready. And then we're there before everyone comes in the morning each day. And then we're there an hour after they all leave at night. So we're there like way longer than the participants. But when that weekend is over, it's just like, it's like intoxication with the spirit out of giving of yourself. And there's, there's days that I've been uh, in the Harris County Jail. I'm an assistant chaplain there that I've given every single thing I had in that jail. And that I could almost hardly even walk physically spent. And just uh, uh, intoxication of joy, like I said, when I'm leaving that jail, walking to my car, from giving every single thing that I have. I know what you're saying, Jay. It seems like to me, too, that we, we respond and we use the gifts that God gives us. I never feel more alive and more in the presence of being used by the Holy Spirit than when I'm doing my radio show or when I'm on TV. But after that, I feel more alive. I feel like everything is working inside me, like everything's coming to life the way God made me. Afterwards, I feel like I'm an athlete that gave it all to the very last minute of the fourth quarter. You know, I feel I feel uh-huh. drained, I feel drenched, but I feel this peace that I laid it all down. You know, it's like you're totally empty, but you're totally full at the same time after you give like that. Yes. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yes, yes. I remember the, the year that I met you was 2014, and that's... Uh, that's actually the first year that I started teaching with Father Mark at night at the Charismatic Center. And so I, I was teaching. We had like 40 classes that year. And also we were traveling and doing retreats. I think I went to Canada. Um, and I remember when I, when I met you, the weekend that I met you, I was driving to uh, Cocoa Beach for your the surfing retreat. Well, I left three days early so I could drive down there by myself. And I evangelized the entire way down there. So when I got there, the retreat was somewhat, I don't say, I don't hurt anyone's feeling, a little bit of a letdown yeah. because, of what I was doing, well, because of what I was doing along the way was operating in my gift well, that, for three days straight. We got to take a yeah. break here. We got to take a break here, Jay. Sure. But I just love that because God sends us on a journey and we need to focus on the moment by moment of that journey because God wants to use us along the way, not just get to the goal, you know, so I just love that. Uh, We're talking with Jay Flunker, he's the rock star and movie star of our reality TV show, airing on EWTN, Long Ride Home. I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak. We'll be right back with more Deep Adventure Radio.
Wax up your boards. Let's paddle in for another wave of Deep Adventure Radio. Aloha. Welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. Uh, I'm your adventure guide, Bear Wozniak, and my co-adventure guide today is Jay Flunker. Uh, Jay, tell us how painful was that tattoo you got in Virginia Beach? How, how painful was that to get? Well, it's going to be painfully embarrassing when it comes out on the TV show. And everyone knows that I had a fake tattoo. <laughs> I thought it was super cool while the show was going on, but reality and like Albert said, dude, where's your man? You don't get a Hannah tattoo, a fake tattoo. You, know? <laughs> you don't get your anyway. tattoo. You don't get your tattoo card punched, right? Is that what he said? Or your man? Uh, your man uh, card you, He said, I need to check. You need to check your man card. Make sure, make sure that you really are the Iron Man that we all think you are, right? <laughs> yeah. But it was actually pretty cool. It was, it was, it was, it was awesome. But our next, yeah, I'll tell you what we're going to do, Jay. We're going to Hawaii for the third season, right? We're going to go to the Big Island. I'll hook you up with some of my Polynesian tattoo artists, and they'll use a shark's, uh, a shark's tooth to do, to do one for you, all right? And we'll all watch and we'll film it. Does that sound good? I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. We're going to make a really long scripture verse that he'll tattoo on your arm. <laughs> the longest one in cool. the Bible. <laughs> we're talking with Jay Flunker. He's a, he's a member of a Long Ride Home. Uh, Jay, I would like to add, I mean, because when I'm with you, I always feel the joy of the Lord. There's always kind of like a, I know something you don't know, glint in your eye. And you, ha- you love the Lord so much, it's transparent, it's so obvious. Uh, but that doesn't come just by you waking up in the morning and saying, I, I love Jesus and starting your day. Tell me about what's your kind of through the week or through the day, what's your uh, prayer life like or what's your, the rhythm of your day in terms of your walk with God each day? Well, I would never leave my house without praying no matter what. You know, it's not something I always feel like doing, but I do it every single day. I'm, I'm working way more right now than I, than I have in a long, long, long time. So, but still, I, it, I'm not leaving the house without doing my prayer. My Bible, my Bible is almost, it's kind of like the basis of my prayer, the Word of God, and especially the Psalms. And so when I go to bed at night, I do a little bit of reading before I go to bed, and but I put the Bible in my bed. And then when I wake up in the morning and I start praying, generally, I, I just open up and start reading the Psalms. I mean, I have it here, here in front of me. Just, just as an example, uh, you're talking about the joy of the Lord. I pray that over my life. Psalm chapter 90, verse 14, it says, Fill us at daybreak with your love, that all our days we may sing for joy. And that's just an example. There's hundreds. You read through the Psalms, and you start highlighting and underlining them. And uh, so, yeah, I do that in the morning. And then I've been praying the liturgy during the day, but I don't, I don't pray it like most people. I think most people pray it. It's a big, long prayer, right? Right. It's over an hour well, every day. Yeah. So I'll just I'll start it. And, I, I mean, I might get, like, in the morning liturgy or the, or the office of readings, I may never get through the very first psalm, part of the psalm, because the, the, the Word of God is so powerful, <laughs> and I'll just read it, and I'll meditate on it, and then I'll, throughout the day, sometimes I'll proceed to the next one, but a lot of times it's so powerful, I'll just focus on that one all I love day that. long and meditate. I love that. I love that. So you're not reading it in a mechanical way, making a religious act that you hope might appease God. <clears throat> what you're doing is you're having a dialogue with God, and when you're reading through the living word, which the Bible and, and the, uh, you know is, and of course when you're doing the Liturgy of the Hours, it's mostly from the Bible. Um, yeah, when you get to that moment when something pops out at you, 
Like last night, we were reading that verse. Um, I, oh, I forget what it was last night. We were reading, reading a verse uh, about, uh, oh, yeah, it was when God spoke to them uh, from heaven. The Father spoke and said, this is my beloved son. Listen to him. At that moment, I should have stopped reading because the rest of the, of the scriptures that I read just kind of seemed to fade because that word just popped out. And that's when the Lord gives you that rhema word, that living word, when you're reading uh, his scriptures, stop right there, Lectio Divina, and listen and meditate uh, you know, on what God's telling you. The word meditation <clears throat> for Christians is so different than uh, what we think of when we think of Eastern meditation. In Buddhism, there's this thing about... Uh, uh, emptying yourself and becoming totally nothing and desiring nothing. Uh, and the meditation is, is to empty yourself. But Christianity says we empty ourselves, we must decrease so that he, he can, I must decrease so that he can increase in my life. And so the word meditation in, in the Hebrew is literally translated to ruminate, like a cow that eats grass, swallows it, and then spits it up again and chews on it and swallows it again. The cow has different... I guess, different stomachs. <clears throat> so when you read the word first thing in the morning and God gives you a kind of that rhema word, a, a word that pops out, throughout the day you'll find that word keeps coming back to you and carrying you through the day. So you're chewing it like the cow chews its cud. You're meditating on God's word. There's two places. I think one is in uh, the first chapter of Joshua. One is the first Psalm where it says, if you, if you want to have success in life, I think it's the only two places success is even mentioned is if you meditate on God's Word, uh, uh, you, will, you will have success. Part of the reason is because if you're meditating on God's Word and abandoning yourself to God's will, you're going to be doing God's will, and with God's will comes God's provision, power, and plan, you know. And so meditating on God's Word first thing in the morning. I love what Larry, Father Larry Richard says. What does he say? No Bible, no breakfast, no Bible, no bed. So first thing in the morning and last yeah. thing at night. What about your life uh, in, the, in the Eucharist? You're, do you go, are you able to go to Mass daily, or you mostly get to go on the weekends? Do you read the daily readings from Mass? Tell us about that. Um, no, I, 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 like in 2000, I believe it was 2015, I got to go to Mass every single day uh, for the entire year. It was an awesome, awesome experience. And, and you know, because um, for years I was going to daily Mass, but not every single day, and I just wanted to commit one year and so, and I wanted to be sure that I wasn't doing it like mechanical, like, you know, it's just a religious and, uh, and, but it was a really awesome, I remember one Wednesday, um, I was working super late and there's an evening mass around my house at seven o'clock, 7 PM. And one Wednesday I was in my office and I was working and it was late and I, and I looked at, and the mass, the mass is like five minutes from my house. I looked at my watch and it was 7.05 and mass starts at 7. And so I, I just picked up and ran out of my shop to my car. I had a couple of employees were out there watching me. And the next day, Chelsea, my secretary, was like, they thought you were insane. I ran to my car and I got out of my car and I drove to mass. And I think I got there at 7.15, maybe halfway through the mass. But it was I, I was crying as I received the Eucharist because I realized, you know, just how important it was that I had almost missed it. And it was my most powerful mass of the year of that year was one that I caught the last 15 minutes of. 
because wow. I was so grateful that I could receive the Eucharist. So, talking yes, with, it's a big part of my life. We're Go talking ahead. with Jay Flunker. He's kind of the rock star, movie star of the cast of Long Ride Home. I remember going to Mass at the Catholic Charismatic uh, Center, Jay, uh, during season one, and as soon as, I believe it was Father Francis said, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit to start the Mass, the Holy Spirit just hit me. I broke into tears, and, and uh, uh, there was such an infusion of God's power and love. It wasn't that I was being uh, emotional. It wasn't emotionalism. It was just the heart and the fire of God hitting me. So let's follow the pattern that Jay's teaching us. Follow, be natural. Follow, follow the path that God gives you individually. But spend a time with the Lord every, every morning and every night in prayer. Um, my name is Bear Wozniak. Jay, we got to go. Um, we'll be right back with more Deep Adventure Radio. Thank you, Jay. Okay. God bless you, Bear. Okay. Aloha. Serve some real and radical ways to live your faith. Hi, this is Father Mark Goring from uh, Houston, Texas, Catholic Charismatic Center. A few years ago as a priest, I kind of got to a place where I felt I needed to uh, to kind of push the limits in my life a little more. So I got this idea that I would build a raft and put it on a secluded lake deep in the woods. This is up in Canada. I'm Canadian, eh? And, uh, and just sit on the raft. My plan was to sit on this raft for eight days and just basically see what would happen, you know. And not so much on the outside, but inside in my soul. And uh, it was a great experience of growing in self-knowledge, but also an experience of just allowing God to look at me, to come under His gaze, and the truth is, is that we have a God who made us for eternity. And each one of us as children of God, you know, we have this, this potential, this great, almost uh, fearful, where we've been fearfully made, something terribly great about us. And it's just so easy to lose sight of that, to go through life um, in a monotonous way, to, to, to live a life of mediocrity and never really discover our, our true power, our true potential, our true identity. And so I encourage you, uh, brothers and sisters, uh, if you haven't done this lately or for a while, take some time out, be alone, and let God look at you. You'll be amazed what happens. So this has been Father Mark Goring from the Catholic Charismatic Center in Houston, Texas, with this week's episode of Surf Stuff. Surf's up. Go deep or go home. Aloha and welcome back to Deep Adventure Radio. Didn't you dig Jay Flunker? He just has a heart uh, for Jesus. He's fun to be around. You know, when you, one of the evidence for being a saint is uh, having the joy of the Lord. And when I'm around Jay, I just feel the joy of the Lord. So we're so glad that he was part of our show. Don't forget, you guys can go to YouTube and uh, watch episode one of Long Ride Home and share that with your friends. You can go to deepadventure.com and you can order the whole 10 episodes on DVD and share it. It's a great evangelistic tool to share with uh, like the kind of men that really need to be approached in a masculine way, you know, who, you know, there's so many different types of ways that we come to know the Lord. There's the Franciscan way through beauty. There's the uh, Aquinas way through through intellect. And then there's the Bear Wozniak way, concrete conversion uh, men riding motorcycles. I don't know uh, if that's somewhere in the Bible or not. I think actually motorcycles are mentioned because it says that David's triumph was heard throughout the land. There's our biblical basis for our show. 
But we want to invite you guys to go to our website. We've got all kinds of long ride home gear. We've got uh, coffee cups, all kinds of T-shirts and tank tops. We've got motorcycle pins and patches. And, of course, my book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. And uh, my newest book, Deep Adventure, The Way of Heroic Virtue. So please uh, go to our website. Uh, become a part of our tribe, uh, deepadventure.com. Until next week, this is Bear Wozniak. May the breath of the Holy Spirit aloha you. Aloha and viva Cristo Rey. This is Deep Adventure Radio. Hear archived shows by Bear's book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. And sign up for our Wave of the Week email at deepadventure.com. For the latest news on Bear and Deep Adventure, visit us on Facebook and share Deep Adventure with your friends. The most radical thing you can do in life is abandon yourself to the wild adventure of God's will. Deep Adventure Radio.